0: All right. Good morning, listeners. Welcome to our next episode of a day in the life of a remote team member. Our mission is to help you guys, entrepreneurs and business owners, enjoy the same success we've enjoyed by hiring your own remote team members. Our goal is to help entrepreneurs and business owners incorporate remote team members into your day-to-day business so it can free you guys up to focus on value-added activities that only you can do, uh, which should create opportunities for you to have future growth, both on your personal side and financially. Today we have Zara. Zara works with our Jackson property management uh, team, helping clients, including myself, uh, with the day-to-day day-to-day management of their properties. Zara, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi. thank you for um, you know inviting me here.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's an honor. Well, um, tell us you know a little bit you know before you came to to work at Jackson, you know Crestcore. What, what what did did you, what did you do before then?
1: Um, actually, before I work with Crascore, um, I used to work in um, also in a, um, what what do you call this? It's also um. A remote um, assistant. Uh, yeah. And in a, um, well, we do assist, you know, uh claims uh, for uh, medical um, in the US as well. But it's just uh, for a short while. And then before um, I work as a remote um, team member, I, I also work um, in a call center. I used to work in, um, no, I used to work with um, Singapore Airlines. Um, mm. I um, was working with um, um, BPO company in Malaysia, So I went back home when I got pregnant, and that's when I decided to uh, just work from home. So,
0: and I also see you worked at uh, Watson's. What is Watson's? Is that like a grocery store?
1: Yeah, it's actually more of a pharmacy, um, a beauty product mostly. Um, It originated, I think, in... In China, if I if I could remember it right. So I used to work there as a, as a supervisor for about uh, two or three years. And uh, then I decided to uh, join the BPO industry because back then, um, you know, I, I have to earn more because my, my brother was going to college. So I um, switched to working to a BPO company.
0: Got it, got it. So Besides taking Crestcore out of it in your current job, what was your favorite job you've had um, up to now? Um, and, and why?
1: I guess, I guess uh, my favorite would be uh, working with people or managing people. Um, it's quite rewarding if um, at the end of the day, you'll be able to realize that you help out someone uh, within your team. Let's mm-hmm. say, uh, for something that um, they have difficulties at work or something that um, they're challenged uh, for doing their job. It could be something that's uh, personal, but somehow it's affecting their job. Gotcha. And uh, I take pride when, at the end of the day, I would realize, oh, that's great. I was able to um, impart something on, on my um, coworker, my, uh, my team.
0: Well, tell us. Uh, that's great. Tell us what you do today, as of now, like Crestcore Jackson. It's a little office, uh, you know, on the west side of Tennessee, about an hour from Memphis. Um, you know, probably population hundred thousand people. But what do you do for that that the um, Crestcore Jackson office? What all do you do?
1: Um, I work. Has uh, CS and RS RTM, so I would usually give so, updates what's, to on, owners, what's, uh, just like yourself. Yeah.
0: What's CS and RS for our listeners? What does that stand for?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Um, CS would be uh, customer. I mean, client service uh, representative, and then uh, the other side would be resident service representative. So on the client side, I would usually give updates to owners. Um, and um, on the other side, of course, I would normally give updates and uh, assist residents of, uh, or tenants uh, from the properties that we manage.
0: Gotcha, okay. And what, um, what's your favorite part of your current job? What do you like doing?
1: um honestly the 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 best part will be um you know I, I, at the end of my shift um i know that i was able to help someone Let, let's say if if mm. uh, a tenant calls in and they have problems with uh, their plumbing or they they have hvac issues or they have problems with their accounts that needs to be resolved um more than assisting, of course, uh, the owners, uh, I would want to make sure that uh, the tenant is also happy because that would also ensure, ensure that the, the owners will be happy as well.
0: Awesome. Awesome. What, um, um, what tools do you have in place for you to, to do your job? You're in, you know, you're in the Philippines, you're a little town, in Jackson, Tennessee, mm-hmm. helping clients and residents. What's, what, what all tools do you use to keep up with your job?
1: Um, that would be, of course, property wear. Uh, that would be the first one. And of course, um, uh, our email uh, teams would be also another one. Mm. And uh, sometimes I would also uh, check Field Edge if, let's say, the issue would be from way back uh, before using our in house technician.
0: Gotcha. So, Field Edge is the maintenance software. Yeah. Gotcha. Is there any? what can you not do that you wish you could do being where you are versus in Jackson, Tennessee? Is there anything that you wish that you had the ability to do or or just can't get done because you're over there?
1: Um, the only thing I could think of uh, would be uh, personally meeting uh, the tenants or uh, mm-hmm. the, the owners sometimes because they would uh, at times ask uh, where you're at and sometimes um, hmm. If they would know you're not really from their place, um, they would doubt that they uh, that you would be able to help them.
0: So, how do you bridge? That's a great great point because for our listeners to know, Jackson, Tennessee is a little small town, so it's almost kind of country versus like Memphis is mm-hmm. or uh, a you know big city, if you will. So, how do you try mm-hmm. to work to bridge that gap to gain that trust? You know, because the reason I bring that up is. People in the in the more rural areas outside of the big city tend to trust less less trust of people outside of the cities. That makes or their city. Does that make sense?
1: It does. Um, it's more like they know um, most of the people there and right. uh, the companies. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes what I do if I if I feel like uh, they're uh, in doubt, um, I would uh, sometimes you know. Um, during our conversation would let them know that I'm um, I know what I'm doing and uh, I know how to resolve their issues or sometimes if really I'm um, if in doubt and uh, the, the question is something that I could find over the internet and I, I do research and sometimes I would say um, let me just check on that but then I'm actually looking it up uh, over the internet. Sometimes I will uh, reach out to Chris if I know um, she's uh, much familiar with what they're asking. So I would uh, sound more confident and knowledgeable of what they're asking. Just trying because,
0: to get the right... Because uh,
1: there are certain... Yes.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Oh, sorry. Um, there, there were uh, certain um, you know times that they would be asking a, a few like uh contractors uh at one point i I believe there was uh one client who uh was asking about uh a name of a contractor and i would normally reach out to chris and um ask details about it and then that's uh, after i got all the information that i think um i've already uh um you know um the back of my mind, I know what they will be asking for, then that's the time that I'll reach back to them and uh, we'll discuss whatever it is that they're asking.
0: So how, um, so it sounds like you get knowledge from others and get, try to give confident a- and right answers. Is that, would, would you say
1: that? Yes, sir.
0: And then what, how do you keep that, how do you build that knowledge? What's your, what's your system for Remembering there's so much property management has so many ins and outs and processes mm-hmm. and, uh, what, what we well, over, uh, the, the states, we call it nuances, which means like, um, uh, you know, little exceptions basically. So how do you keep up with all that to make it where you, you can grow for yourself and be a better customer service, resident service rep? Um,
1: actually every day, um, every time i uh, learn something new and if i think i would uh, forget that uh, in just a span of maybe a day or two or a week i would uh, write it on my notepad or um, on um, sticky notes if it's something that's big uh, or the experience is something that really um sticks to my mind then definitely i will remember that Uh, just like at one point, I, I have uh, an experience with a client wherein um, she reported that there was like uh, a pest at the property and we need someone to extract it. I, I think it's uh, regarding AB Hive. So um, mm. I just learned that um, there could be an instance that I could personally you know, source out um, someone to assist um, on um, any other issues that we have that um, we don't have any you uh, know, any existing uh, contractor that uh, could do a, a, a certain job for us. Um,
0: gotcha. No, that's great. What um, do you use? Any of the SOPs, the standard operating procedures? Do you do you reference those at all? That are that have been built and are still being built.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, definitely. So, if um, let's say. It's a known issue, and uh, we do have an established um, SOP for that. I would normally refer to the, um, whatever procedure that we have, but um, if in case if it turns out to be an exception and we never had that uh, same issue before, then I do some research and have that consulted and discussed with uh, Chris.
0: And that, um, is that on the core, what they call the core, is that where you find that?
1: Um, the the SOP. Yeah. I, I actually have that in favorites. Um, for okay. example, uh, one one time, uh, the SOP for uh, RS or uh, resident services, because um, since we, I mean, I myself work for uh, client service and uh, resident service, I would sometimes mix uh, the SOP or I would sometimes forget uh, some of the details and that's, so I would usually open it.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. I think that's, um, um, I just want listeners to know, like, that's part of what you guys do is work with the team and try to create the SOPs, standard operating procedures. And so you can always have a reference to go back to always building on them and creating new and better and, So it makes your job easier. You don't have to remember everything. That's kind of where I was going with all that. So, um, what, so we'll wrap it up with two last questions. If you're considering being a remote team member, you know, what would you, what would you be your recommendation on why to do it and how to be successful? What are those two questions? If you're thinking about being a remote team member, what would you recommend?
1: Um, I guess that the first one would be, of course, having the right sets of, um, you know, uh, computer to use um, and also the the, the right and uh, the best um internet service provider because sometimes that's going to be one of the difficulties that remote team members uh would mostly have challenges uh with and then the next one would be uh, you should have the right um mindset uh, of course um as a remote team member there would be a lot that you will have to learn not everything will be thought uh you'll have to learn it on your own so you you should be able to um do research yourself um, by yourself, uh, and uh, make sure that uh, you ask questions um, to the people that you have to. Um, you could inquire about. And another thing, although you're not, you know, uh, at some point you're not equipped uh, with everything, um, you should not be afraid to ask because uh, sometimes that's gonna be where your problem will be coming from if you're just gonna assume on something that you really don't know.
0: I, I think that's an excellent, excellent point. Don't assume, you know, there's no, I always like to say there's no dumb question. You know, like the, the lack of a question is, not, is, is the not, not the smart thing to do. So just go ahead and say, I don't know. And just, that's how you learn by saying, I don't know and getting the right answer. So I, I appreciate that transparency and honesty. Now, one more, and we'll end it here. Is an employer? Why should somebody look to hire a remote team member? Well, why would you say that would be a good move for an employer?
1: Um, I would say, at this time of uh, with the pandemic, this would be the best uh, way to actually hire um, an employee to work for um, someone or a company. Because, for one, it's it's uh, Cost efficient, uh, and also uh, with the right set of uh, people, you'll be able to, uh, you know, also learn from them. Because most of the people, uh, I guess, from the interaction that I had with uh, our uh, team in uh, Crescor, uh, most of uh, the team members that we have were already from different um, different industries, and they have been working um, in. Uh, BPO set up for not only just, you know, five uh, or six, most of us, uh, you know, had been working with uh, a call center industry for about 10 years. So with all those experiences that we have, uh, we have a lot to share uh, with our employer.
0: That's great. Okay. Well, um, thank you so much for your transparency and your good answers and hope that our listeners will find it useful of uh listen to your background and what you do and and um why to be a remote team member so thank you so much for coming on with us and uh have a great day
1: oh you too thank you so much as well dan you have a great day
0: all right take care
1: goodbye now